Welcome back to the Weekend Warrior Show Recap Podcast. I'm Ty from the Unemployed Architects. This week, i got a few different things to talk about, which is kind of nice. Uh, most of the stuff that I'm going to be talking about is stuff that's done, which I'm not used to saying that. So that's uh, kind of a cool thing. So I played a show over at Door 4 Brewing in Decatur. And I finished the Montauk recording and the Pandemic Relief, everything that's going to be on the actual uh, actual record and the digital release is going to be, or is done. So um, I got a couple things I'm going to add to the YouTube playlist that the QR code will scan to, just kind of like a couple extras, but... It's done. So, I mean, it's been, I've been working on that since January. So, it's a little speedier than usual to have seven songs done, all kind of all in one, seven videos, seven releases. So, that, that'll be, that'll be cool. I still got to get it mastered, which that should just be one quick trip to the studio. And we're working on the album art. My brother's doing that for me, or with me, for me. Um, so, that uh, that'll be cool. He had some good ideas. He was the one who had the idea for the QR code to be scannable, which I think is fun. So uh, we're kind of playing around with some ideas with that. We, we we got kind of a good concept, but I mean we haven't really put a bunch bunch of stuff into action. You know, just kind of slowly collecting the the pieces we need to put it all together I guess and I mean we have until the album gets mastered anyway so it's not a huge hurry as of right now but then um so Montauk is done like that one is like there's not I, I already released it online so it should be out in the next couple weeks so that is exciting I've been working on that song for almost three years. It's so crazy. So to finally see it, and of course, I mean haphazardly kind of working on it, but it's 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 nice, nice feeling for it to be done. And then Jeff, uh, he he picked out or he did the picture for the single, which I think turned out really cool. So I released that last week, and uh, you know, so you'll be. Seeing that on all the social media stuff here pretty quick. Working on a video for it. It's about done. So uh, I usually like to wait till you know, you can go to Spotify after you watch the video and maybe add it to your, uh, your, some play, one of your playlists or, you know, just listen on Spotify or wherever you listen and stream music. So I'm going to wait till it's like out, out. And then like a couple days after that, I will release the video hopefully if it gets done but um there's not much left to do on it so uh yeah that's it's crazy jeff also i think is going to be a guest on the podcast and we're gonna get go kind of deep into you know probably just everything because jeff jeff has been Almost the fifth member, I would say, of the Unemployed Architects for all he's done and been through with us. And 
um, I guess now, how many, how many are we at here? We're, uh, Blair, Kev, Dave, me, Lorelin, so then Jeff, I guess it was six, big D, seven, I don't know, seventh member <laughs> of the collective here, but, uh, so, uh, yeah, he, he's been an integral part in all of, all of Design to Shine, and he, he's done some other kind of mix and mastering stuff for me, and he spent and record, uh, he, he picked Montauk as the song, because uh, I, I went over to his house, I played him a bunch of new original songs, and, uh, he, he picked the song that he wanted to spend his time on, and, uh, you know, it's been a really long process, and, you know, it's probably a lot to do with my haphazardness, you know, I, I get a little, spread a little thin sometimes, and, you know, we're waiting on different people for different takes, and I'm working on, you know, eight other things, so it kind of gets put on the back burner a little bit, but just happy to have it done, and, uh, there's gonna be more, a lot more coming out, and coming soon about that, like, like I mentioned, Jeff will be on, and we will probably go a little bit more into depth into how how all that stuff went. So, and I did I did have a show at Door Four Brewing in Decatur. It's like the first one in a couple weeks, and I actually have one Friday, which I'm sure I'll be talking about on the next podcast at Clark Bar. So, you know, stuff's picking back up, which is which is awesome. There's uh, I have every Friday and some Saturdays booked for April and May. So, you know, everything's kind of moving slowly. I mean, a lot of that stuff will be outside, so it doesn't doesn't the pandemic uh, stipulations or stuff that the protocols you have to follow don't really uh, aren't as harsh on the outside shows. So looking forward to it. It's going to be a pretty busy spring, and I hope there's a busier summer to even follow. But anyway, so <clears throat> Door 4 Brewing. Uh, Decatur. I brought too much stuff again, like the last Clark Bar show, but this time I brought even more because I, I played uh, foot percussion. So I had my four guitar amps and my, my, my foot percussion set up and you know, vocals and pedal board and just by myself. So I did it only by myself, which I I kind of fell on the show last minute. Somebody needed someone to play there and a, a, a booker that I know. And uh, he he hit me up like the week of to do it. So, but I was like so broke at the, that second. So, of course, I just jumped on it. I mean, I probably would have even if I wasn't broke, but it was it was just nice, uh, nice how that lined up, I guess. But uh, such a weird after not doing it for a while, you know, to, just to go into a place that you know you're not really familiar with, and then set up this whole production by myself and perform this per, this uh, set of stuff. I just it's pretty much all me, you know, and I don't, I, I know how to play the guitar a little bit, and I know how to sing a little bit, but a lot of stuff I'm just guessing on, you know, like I, I just, I 
have a rough idea, like doing sound, and I have a rough idea on doing the foot percussion, uh, playing lead guitar, stuff like that. But I just like just walking in there sometimes, especially since it's been so few and far between, like to pretend that I am like know exactly what I'm doing and I'm confident and I should be there, you know, have that kind of mentality after being as rusty as I have been and then doing the new setups and probably too much. Uh, it's just a weird thing. And, you know, I, I feel like to a point I'm just tricking, tricking everybody, <laughs> if that makes sense. But, um, and then the, the crowd was good. I mean, it was not as interactive as I may have liked, but I made really good tips. I mean, the best tips I've made for any show in the pandemic. So, <clears throat> I mean, it wasn't as much as the bar paid me, but it, it wasn't, uh, wasn't nothing for the amount of people that were there. And so, you know, that every time somebody comes up and puts a tip in your jar, it's just like a little energy pill, you know, somebody... Somebody thought you were good enough to walk up there and give you money to show their appreciation for how, you know, good, hopefully you're making their night and what a good time they're having. So anytime that happens, you know, you get this kind of little rush like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm doing it right, I guess, or a little bit of confidence to go a little bit harder. But I don't know, there, there is just a weirdness to being around people right now. And I've, I've noticed this in other places like just hanging out with friends here and there, which is another thing that's very few and far between right now. But, like, I just feel like sometimes conversation just dies just a little bit sooner than it would would have, maybe. And I don't know if it's, like, a, an overwhelming sadness that everybody just kind of has, because everything's not... Like... I feel like sometimes I make fun of uh, people thinking of like the glory, the glory days and stuff like that. But right now, I feel like I I relate to that harder than I have in a long time. You know, because we're clearly in a different social society, or I don't know. But I mean, we're in a pandemic, so. It's just different. You know, I'm not playing shows every weekend. I'm not g going to work and hanging out with people. and I don't know. It's just a different... And I feel like everybody's kind of stop, st stopped in their tracks a little bit from whatever they were pursuing. Not everyone. I shouldn't say everyone. But I think a lot of people um, kind of feel that. And, and it's not like, I don't think everybody's like depressed, but there's just like a little bit of a hint of something melancholy kind of lingering in the air. And I think that that does, that does bleed over in just the shows a little bit. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't remember how to keep conversations going, you know, I don't, I don't know if crowds remember how they used to react or if they do remember like 
do they feel that same like lightness that they had maybe in the past? I'm probably projecting, so you know, I don't know. It's it's so funny. I'll, I'll I re, I did some live streams that night, and like during those, I was like, oh, these are the worst spots of my set. Like, I felt bad about them. It's like I shouldn't have streamed them, and then I watched them back and. You know, they just sound fine. Like, <laughs> they sound like they normally sound. I don't know. It's it's a weird, uh, a weird mental thing. As soon as the camera goes off, it's like, oh, I wish I, <laughs> I wish I was filming this spot. But it's really like that, you know, that that perspective of somebody watching you, and you're like so aware of it. And it's live. You know, if you're at a little bar and you mess up, 15, 20 people, like, that aren't paying that close attention, probably it's fine. But having a video or the potential, there could be a lot of people watch it and it's on, like, record. It gets it gets in my head a little bit sometimes. But, it, like, watching the, the videos after, I was like, I barely noticed the things that I was so caught up about in the moment. And along with, you know, just that, that goes right along with bringing too much gear. Because I get so caught up in that. And when it works out, it's awesome. You know, when it, when it like, those those three songs out of the uh, 40 songs I played, it's like, whew, that was, that was a lot of fun. But... You know, sometimes I'm sitting there with my pedal board and messing around with 18 different things during one song. And it's like, doesn't sound quite how you want it. So you're like, oh, I can change it. The, I, I've, I've almost, you know, enjoyed just playing acoustic guitar and singing <laughs> more lately. It's It's not that you know, doing the one-man band thing is like a burden or anything. It's fun. I have a good time with it. But uh, I just keep adding more to it, and then I'm, I get too in my head about it. And then, then I'm like, mess up a big part or something, and I'm like, oh, like that was so bad, and then nobody even notices. But one, one awesome thing has been that I've been able to do a lot more, like, soloing, because... Before, when I when I wasn't doing the, you know, four guitar amps or whatever, because I have the, the JBL, which is a PA essentially that, is like a, one of the Bose stacks, very similar, but has, has my acoustic guitar like the the pedal board signal, and then I have a splitter that splits my uh, direct signal to a electric guitar amp with a volume pedal, so like the bigger parts. You know, I can push that electric a little bit, and it just sounds heavier and a little grittier. And um, and then I have um, my my organ pedal, which just kind of doubles a lot of the notes as organ notes, which adds a little bit of body. I kind of, you know, I put that down really low in the mix, but it just adds some, like, nice sustained notes sometimes. And I don't know that people would even be able to pick it out <laughs> in the room, but... Like, I feel like it, it sustains some of the chords a little better, some of the, the single notes a little bit longer in a different timbre, so it just sounds fuller. And then I have my bass pedal as well, so my octave that splits the guitar signal 
to the you know the direct pedal board and then I have the other one that goes to a different amp that just plays a certain range of low notes only like it won't go past a certain note so kind of have to completely change how you play guitar for that one and I don't use that one for every song but there's a couple songs where it just adds in that bottom end so nice it sounds you know not as good as a real bass player but it makes the song have a lot more you know balls I guess is <laughs> I don't know what, what else to call it a lot more low end a lot more like oomph. so and then I got my normal chain which I got the vocal pedal which I really only use about three settings on that but I do like to switch those around if I can, and I got uh, a couple, Blair gave me a guitar pedal to use a while back that is like this awesome like clarity sustain with a little bit of drive, overdrive in it, and uh, that, that's been great for the solos as well, and then I have a, a reverb, a Boss reverb pedal, I think it's like the RV6, and it has a shimmer setting, so it kind of has like a synthy string sound on all the chords and notes that I play and then of course delay so I mean there's just and then I'm doing the foot drums too it's like just a lot of messing around with stuff and I yeah, part of it's just I'm figuring it all out right now because I haven't done the electric guitar amp that's like a new thing that I saw that John Butler does that I wanted to try, and it's it's been cool when it's cool, but I just, you know, when to use it and stuff, you know, you're, I'm experimenting in every song, like, oh, would it be good here? I mean, there's some songs I can just factor it completely out of, but uh, there's a lot of them that's like, oh, maybe it'd be cool here, and then you do it, and you're like, eh, probably not, and then you take it off, and then you're like, oh, that ending would have been the spot to, <laughs> spot to do it, so it's like, you just, you, you don't really, I'm just experimenting a lot <clears throat> with that stuff. And again, the experimenting part is fun, but I can get a little bit too caught up and uh, can take me out of the moment a little bit. But uh, yeah, so that was the door for brewing. I think it was a fun show. It was short. It was seven to nine. I think I played a little extra for some extra tips at the end. And then... There's like an axe throwing uh, room that the last, like, after I'd already played the extra half hour, I think took a lot of the crowd from me a little bit. So that was when I decided to call it. But, you know, I didn't get off. I started a little early. I ended late. It's probably, I turned a two-hour show into, like, maybe a two-and-a-half or three-hour show. But it was the only show that weekend, you know, and I, I don't know exactly when I'm going to be on stage again and it might be two weeks so it's like it's hard for me to even get off the stage so I didn't take any breaks and I played for two and a half to three hours and the crowd was uh I would say moving you know like they were not moving like dancing but like you know there was a big crowd when I was started and that kind of thinned out and then another couple groups would come and they would thin out and then at the end, there was another big group that came, and then they thinned out. So that was kind of the the gist. So, yeah, so that was the, the door for brewing. I have, uh, like I mentioned at the beginning, I have Montauk about to come out. going to be a music video. It's going to release as a single. 
going to have Jeff to talk about that on before too long. I'm also going to try to have Ryan Wolf on. From, he's a Pontiac guy that is a singer-songwriter as well. So that might be coming up here soon as well. And then I'm probably going to do a whole podcast on the Pandemic Relief album. So that's going to be following this one as well. So some cool stuff coming up. I got Clark Bar this coming week. And after that, it's like... Because this is... I'll have two weeks probably of nothing. And then... It'll be kind of, I'll be thrown down every Friday and sometimes every, some Fridays and Saturdays. So that'll be exhausting, but amazing. And I'm really looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to getting back out there and figuring out the new setup. And, you know, it's just, just been too long. So I think that everything will kind of tighten up a little bit. And, uh, That'll, yeah, it'll tighten up, but it'll allow me to be a little looser out there. Not so, uh, so much of a stress, stress ball of anxiety. Just get to, get comfortable with my set and my setup and just go out and have a good time. And then maybe when I walk into a place, I won't act, I won't feel like, am I the guy? Like, <laughs> is this the person that's supposed to provide entertainment all night? Um, anyway, so that's, uh, you know, I'll have a lot more to talk about here soon. A lot, lot of music coming out. And, uh, Jeff being a guest, Ryan Wolf being a guest. So some cool stuff to look forward to. And, uh, I think that's it. So I appreciate anybody who takes the time to listen as always. And I will talk to you next time. Have a good one.